for this episode, we're just going to give our final thoughts on the Royal Hospital crisis, touch on one last time what it is, why it's happening, the consequences, the plans, and what our final take on it is. Yeah. So, Levi, do you remember why the issue started? Uh, wasn't it because in 2010, the pretty much Obamacare Act, not Parliament, the Affordable Care Act? Yeah. Gotcha. What about it? So in 2010, that got, in 2010 that got approved, and they tried from there expanding the Medicaid coverage yeah. and all that, and then you had the coverage gap, and then there were a lot of different aspects that came into play from 2010 to now. So you got the first half right. Yeah. So for me, hey, your heart's in the right place. So you know what I'm saying? So yeah, in 2010 they passed the Affordable Care Act. They had a provision that had it to where all states would expand Medicaid. Two years later, in a Supreme Court case, what was decided? It was decided the, uh, what's her name? I know her name. Sebelius. Sebelius, yes. Um, it was decided against Sebelius that the Affordable, Affordable Care Act, and at that point it was deemed the Affordable Care Act was unconstitutional, and that made it able for the states to be able to pick if they wanted to give out Medicare. Yeah, so not the entire Affordable Care Act, but the Medicaid expansion yeah. part was seen as unconstitutional, and so the states did get to decide whether or not to expand Medicare, which was a problem for the states who chose not to expand because the government had already cut DSH payments to at risk of closing hospitals in anticipation that Medicaid would be expanded and the government would still be picking up the tab for those hospitals just in a different way. But so the lack of expansion caused a rise in negative consequences, such as an increase in commute time, such as over 20,000 people now have to drive over an hour in certain areas to get to the closest hospital. It brings down the local economy in a big way, such as a decrease in per capita income of 4%. And it also gives the perception that all rural hospitals are bad, even if that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. And so potential solutions to the problem are mostly Medicaid expansion or economic development. And there is a temporary fix put forward such as the optimal closure plan, which is that if two hospitals are close to each other in rural areas, you close down the underperforming one and you merge it with the one that's well performing in order to make that kind of a super hospital. Yeah. Like I said, Two regular hospitals, one of which is underperforming, you make one mega hospital. And that creates more efficiently run healthcare systems. And it also it kind of makes it available to distribute more supplies across the state if need be. And, and so, based on those three ideas, what do you think should be the plan going forward, Levi? I feel like the one where you merge two hospitals together. It, you pretty much make a super team. Like, it, yeah. sorry for going off on another sports reference here, but you're going to put the, the two underminers, the two hard workers, granted, they're undermining, they're not they're not doing what they're supposed to. Let's merge these two together to, you know, let's make one big thing and make the best out of the situation we have. Yeah. So you would just do the optimal closure plan? I would. I would. Nothing else? I, I don't think I would. I would let, I would test it first, you know, I would, and like we were talking about earlier, you know, time on the past episode, time's a big, a big favor in this, like time is not your friend when it comes to stuff like this. So I would set out a way to first go with the optimal stru strategy or structure, whatever, and 
I would base that would be my platform, and then I would let that you know couple couple weeks, couple days go by, and see how that works out. And if it's not too hot, you know, you you flip the pan over and see if you can't get something else cooking. Okay, makes sense. So I kind of agree with you. I would definitely, I think, no question, implement the optimal hospital closures idea. I think you know any increase in efficiency is good. And this problem is going to persist for the coming future. You might as well try to make it work for you, not against yeah. you. Yeah. But I would use that as a platform to buy time to build the economy in these underserved areas in order to get them to be self-sufficient. Yeah. And I will say, though, if you're going to oppose Medicaid expansion, you can oppose Medicaid expansion and not have a plan for this rural hospital problem or a plan to get more people enrolled in health insurance. So for the states that have yet to expand and states where this rural hospital problem exists, I would say you should go with the optimal closure plan, try to do the best you can for a couple of years to build up yeah. the impoverished areas where these hospitals are closing and get more people enrolled in health insurance. But if that doesn't work, then you've got to expand Medicaid. Yeah, you have to. Because I mean, if not, option. like, you can't die prideful, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, it's much better to live and expand Medicaid than to sit and fold your hands and stick your nose up in the air while hospitals are closing yeah. and people are being affected by affected that. Affected bad. So the feasibility of that, I'm not too sure. You know how, for how long it takes for strategies and problems to be fixed a lot of times in our society yep. but I think a great step forward would be to implement the hospital closures plan and go from there to try to build the areas where hospitals are closing and also just like we talked about in the first episode do more to raise awareness to the issue yeah because a lot of people don't know this is a problem and it really doesn't affect you if you haven't had a rural hospital closed nearby. I mean, even us, we had a rural hospital close the county over and still didn't even know about it until it came time to do the research for this. So I think raising awareness for this problem would be a step in the right direction. Yep. Um, but I got a question for you. How does Medicaid actually work? So Medicaid is when the state and federal government basically chip in to help out through medical expenses. So to qualify, since the passage of the Affordable Care Act, you have to make around 133% of the federal poverty level to get Medicaid benefits. Now, obviously, there were many states who chose not to expand Medicaid. And so in those states, it varies from state to state. In Georgia, for example, Parents are only eligible for Medicaid if they earn less than 38% of the federal poverty level. And so naturally, that means a lot less people qualify for Medicaid in Georgia than they would in a state that expanded, such as California. Yeah. That makes sense? Yep. So yeah, once again, that's what the big debate is over, is kind of what the threshold for Medicaid eligibility should be. And it just... All to wrap it back to our main point is 
this debate is what prompted the Affordable Care Act to try to expand it in all states, try to get an even uh, playing field for everybody. And the pushback and the fact that it was found unconstitutional led to funds to rural hospitals being cut. And so here we are with this rural hospital crisis that we've been talking about for six episodes now. Yeah. And just as a close to this, I think the plan forward is really up to the states to either choose to expand Medicaid or not, but if you're not going to expand it, they really need to invest in these economic development projects. And I would advocate for any state in which the rural hospital closures are a problem to go with the optimal closure plan in order to best maintain a grip of the situation. I hope the listeners have found this series to be informative. I'm certainly a lot more well-versed on this problem than I was since doing the research for this podcast and I was going into it. And I hope that they really just use time to think of their own solutions and their own strategies and stuff. And, you know, that's kind of how problems like this are solved. The more people are aware of it, the more ideas you have yep. coming to the table. And that's where the ground roots are the most important place you go to find these solutions. But... Like we said, we hope y'all found some formative, and that's a wrap. Thanks for having me, Garrett.